This episode of Generation Oblivious is brought to you by the NFRAA, National Forestry Raking Association of America. The NFRAA, keeping wildfires at bay since 2018. News on the mark! All right, we are back with Generation Oblivious podcast. I am here, Mark, with Cameron. Wow, that just sounded weird. (laughs) 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 Worst intro ever. All right. Um, So we kind of hit a vein in the new, or last week's episode, um, and I kind of like the way it went, so we might try that out for a while, just kind of try and see where it goes. Uh, we'll still bring you the latest news of obliviousness, but also um, kind of just start taking digs at some people. Just really looking into the people that are leading our country um, and and corporations that are that are employing our country. So um, put some air quotes in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to figure out how to do a how to do a audio air quote <laughs> for a. Instead of a visual thing, um, all right. So uh, go tell me what you were saying about about Walmart there. Well, they've uh, cut hours so drastically, right? And it's unrealistic. And this is on the heels of Black Friday, like <clears throat> yeah, Christmas season is not over. My schedules have gotten down to three days a week, and they're short shifts. And the newest one will be two days that's it yeah because i did some i did some research and um we talked about this briefly before we started recording but um black friday was the term that retailers they they put because they're what they did see an influx in sales post thanksgiving like leading into the christmas season it was when they went from running in the red which is in debt to the black which is when they made their profit so Black Friday was the the swing, the push to make their year profitable because you know you 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 have buildings, you have expenses, you right. have payrolls, and you can't pay for that shit in a month. You know it takes a long time to become profitable, especially when you're such a mega structure like like a Walmart or a um, Lowe's, Lowe's, Target, you know, Best Buy, Amazon, Best Buy. So. So Black Friday was more of like an insider term and then and then they started doing some sales and the sales really didn't start kicking off till like 1997 and it started small but it really broke loose in 2003 and that just happened to be the year I started at Walmart and like I told you earlier I uh I got hired at Walmart and in 2003 that's some kid got trampled to death um opening the doors for a Walmart for a Black Friday sale. So in my mind, that had always been going on since like 1956, Mm -hmm. was that people were just being trampled to death every year on these Black Friday sales. I didn't realize, because I was all of like 19 at the time, I didn't realize that it was was such a new thing. Um, And then I grew up in it, of course, then getting into management, and it was just the worst time of year, like just hell on earth right. and, it, and, it, and it's really bad because it just there's so much that goes into it behind the scenes that customers don't know like you get increased freight levels you get multiple trucks you get trucks just for the black friday sale mm-hmm. and then you have to take it outside 
Some stores have to take it outside and stack it on pallets and wrap it in black plastic and then put it on these trailers. And then you have to, you have like numbers or letters and codes for where it's going to be. What is it? And so much planning and so just for this blitz of consumer goods. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. It's just a blitz of just insanity. And then you get, we should have, I, I wasn't thinking there was so much going on that like next year we really need to do like just a black Friday, just insanity. Cause there's stories of people being pepper sprayed this year. There were two, there were two or three shootings at a mall. There was um, a guy who the police accidentally shot. He was, I think a ex veteran. Yeah. Yeah. And he got shot for it and he was not even there. Yeah. They just assumed he was the guy. Yeah. Um, he was, he was helping take out the shooter and the police shot the guy taking out the shooter. There was a shooting in Alabama. There have been pepper sprays at Walmart. There have been, um, Mm-hmm. Like at, that was um, due to a policeman <laughs> at a store that I work worked at. Um, a lady threw a hot cup of coffee in a guy's face. Uh, it was it was just it's insanity, just the worst. And then you mm-hmm. then you get mad because you have people out there that some people want to work these events and some people like some people enjoy going out and shopping my mom loves going out and being amongst the insanity like she just she finds it funny on it she enjoys being out amongst the the lunacy but the people that are forced to be there it's 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 really horrible because you're taking time out of their life that you don't get like i remember my first christmas as an assistant or my first yeah yeah my first uh, thanksgiving as an assistant with walmart I I drove 45 minutes to work. Um, I worked Thanksgiving Day. I worked 8 to 3 p.m. Drove home and had to be back at 3 a.m. So I basically drove home to go to bed so I could be back at 3 a.m. for the Black Friday sale at 5 a.m. Because I had to get there early. To set and, everything up. And set everything up and get everything. So I didn't have... Thanksgiving that year mm-hmm. because I was getting ready for all these other people, you know, like my mom who go out and do right. do do the shopping. And and it's just sad that there's not a, a happy middle ground. Like and and that's that's the big thing. Like people who work retail hate Black Friday because they're away from their families. Mm-hmm. And the people that partake of it, because it is fun, like, if you can separate yourself, like, now I'm not in the Walmart rigmarole and the, right. that heyday, like, it, it's it's fun to get in there and just, like, because you get some good deals, you can buy some sweet shit, like, I bought a TV this year, as you well know. Yeah. <laughs> but you also have businesses straight up lying about sale prices and all that to get right. people in. Yeah. You know, the doorbuster sales and it... Mm-hmm. I just I just wish it could be another time. Why does it have to be Thanksgiving? You right. know? Why not December first? That's just a December third. Right. That's just a just as good of time as any to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, we can we can still be live in a capitalistic society and still get that almighty dollar and not crap on the holidays, man. Like, I mean you know, and it's a realization I had. I'm 35, going on 36. Hell, I might be. How old am I? <laughs> I'm 
I'm nice. 35 going on 36. And I just realized that I've spent a lot of my quote-unquote adult life trying to recreate the feelings I had from when I was little. Right. So this Black Friday shit wasn't around when I was little. So I want my... Like, I'm trying to recreate the holiday feeling that I had for my son. But what he's going to remember is, you know, and thankfully my wife doesn't work retail anymore. Um, So he's not going to remember this holiday season being the time where mommy and daddy were out working. And it was like the holidays are this horrible fucking thing. Right. That, that what they are in my life. Like, I'm trying to turn that. And it's been... It's been a really bad 10 years, but I'm hoping that we're getting over it because I heard that Black Friday sales weren't that good. You know, you've got Cyber Monday, you know. And all I'm asking for is just not to have it on a holiday, man. Like, why can't, why can't, why can't it be Cyber Friday? You're already there, you know. You're with your family. You can all get up together. You all log on to the Wi-Fi. You know, you kick your, you, you have to delete the porn off your laptop. So your grandma can get on there and buy you some stuff. And then, then you do it all as a family, you know? Right. And you can't all go out and shop as a family because your damn grandson's working at Walmart. Or mm-hmm. Best Buy, Target, Lowe's, Kohl's, Academy Somewhere Sports. Somewhere that the stand-in line had people yell at them for yeah. not knowing where things are. <laughs> yeah, and god damn it, if people would be self-sufficient. I talked with somebody about the uh, the Walmart robot that's coming. You heard about this? I'm assuming it's like the Lowe's. It's supposed to be helping show where people things are and stuff like that. Doing price changes, hanging flags, unloading trucks. Don't know about the unload trucks there. That's what I heard. That's just what I heard. I told him, I said, it'll never work. Because that robot, if a human being comes in and shits in the floor, you can't tell the robot to pick up that shit. That robot's going to roll through that shit. Mm Mm-hmm. So this this automated workforce that 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 we would like to have, it's just not going to work. You can get rid of um, cashiers. That's one way of looking at this argument. The other part is, what's going to happen to our economy afterwards when this does oh, start? It's it's a train. Like, the jobs that you can automate, there will be a domino effect. And it will be a travesty. It will be horrible. The way I, I look at this, and because of how automation has happened and taken off, the time for just pure capitalism countries, they're done. That's That dream is gone. You can't have it when companies are outsourcing their jobs to robots instead right. of people. And the population isn't going to shrink. It's only going to expand, right. making this terrible situation worse. Well, here's what's going to happen. and Because I've been... I've been I like to think of myself... I'm a critical thinker. I have um, common sense, and I mm-hmm. like to solve problems. So you look at a thing like... And you look at... And if you take emotion out of it, because I like conspiracy theories. They're fun. They're fun to go around and, and right. play with. Like turning frogs water, or chemicals in water. Turning, turning frogs, frogs gay. gay. Right. <laughs> um, you know, direct energy weapons causing the fires up in California. You know, right during the pot harvest, which is California's largest <laughs> cash crop, mm-hmm. you know, that's a little sketchy to me, bro. But you want to talk about stuff where we know it's going and it, and it is an automated workforce. You are going to force 
And it's something that you can look at old literature and and you can see a through line. And when you look at old literature, it's something that keeps coming up. It's this, this term called a megacity. And it's like where humans will have to go because let because let's say we get get rid of truck drivers. Right. Do you know how many small towns only exist because of truck drivers? If you really truly think about it, like there are towns that exist because they are in a main um intersection yeah like they're 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 on the they're in the path they're on the path of these 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 routes right you know these interstates and these distribution routes so these truck drivers have to stop get gas um eat so you have these people you have these guys traveling so if you got rid of truck drivers, let's say you got rid of truck drivers completely, a 100% automated truck. Right. You would lose all of the sales that a truck driver brings. Food, um, motels, all of it is gone. So you would still have the gas station, but the gas station wouldn't sell anything because an automated truck would pull up, this automated thing would fill itself up, and it pays by automated, you know, Bluetooth, right. and then it drives on. So then you have these jobs created for the gas station are now gone. Mm-hmm. Then you have, and then you even have to look at like the 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 prostitutes, the lot lizards. That I mean, it's it's right. it's a thing. It exists. It's real. There are women out there getting money for sexual favors. Where do they have to go? So all these people now don't have anywhere to live. So you have to go to a mega city. You have to go to a city. And to start incorporating these cities, you have to start building bigger cities. So now you will have your mega city. So the small town is going to die. And it's just going to be these these mega cities where we still... Because we still need human stuff. Human stuff. Right. Human services of some sort. Yes. Like, you still need that human element. Like a guy shits in the floor, you can't. A robot's not going to come clean it up. Like, you say that scientists will make something. <laughs> They'll try, but then, then how much are you going to pay? Are you really going to want to pay a, a robot? Are you going to want to pay a robot to scan the floor for shit? You know, when you can pay you fifteen dollars an hour to walk around, pick up trash, sweep the floor pick up a chair, you know, just mm. stuff, this little stuff that, that, that nobody thinks of. Like there's always going to be a little something like we're going to try to eliminate jobs to make things more affordable, but we still need that human, uh, interaction. We still need that. There, there still has to be a human involvement. Mm-hmm. Was a point made or did I just go off on a nut? And I mean, a point was made, but at the same time, <laughs> the upside to that, and really, how much money would be saved in automotive accidents and incidences, right? where drivers are going off the road, just destroying, polluting with all, like if it's a tanker, the oil. Yeah, the, 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 the truck drivers. Yeah. Um, 
See, that's the reverse part of that argument. Right. No, I get it. I mean, there's ups and downs to both sides, yeah. totally. Um, but also, you got to look. I mean, you know, I mean, how often have you thought of like prostitutes, like lot lizards? Like, I didn't think about it till the 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 argument was made. Like, you see these giant loves truck stops along the way. Like, if you ever travel cross country, like. You know, and then truck drivers, they have families and they're like, well, I want to settle here. I'll drive to work because you drive for a living. And then right. this is where I want to buy my build my house and everything. So I don't know. We're, we're reaching a, an interesting. Our society will have to make a decision to change one yes. way or yes. the other. And, um, you know, I, I really think that the small town is dying and it's and it's going to be a mega city. Like, I think mega cities are in our future. And I think, and there is a conspiracy theory and you, like we always talk about here, like who's going to profit, you know, it, how does NASA profit from not saying that the earth is flat? You know, nobody profits from that. Right. You know, how does NASA profit from that the moon is a wheel of cheese? It, It doesn't make any sense. Like there's a big fucking moon out there. Yeah. NASA doesn't, nobody profits from anything. So when you're breaking down a thing um when you're breaking down a conspiracy theory you need to look at all the 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 who's going to profit and you can even look back at like JFK like when JFK died what happened who profited from JFK dying mm-hmm. you know who became president well what transpired or, after that so then you can kind of see well, I don't know if did you hear about the poor man's march speaking of Martin Luther King no poor man's march. Yeah, that was going to be his next big thing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Guess who that would have directly affected? Who's that? Businesses. So bad. Hmm. Yeah, it was to rally to into that. the poor people. But there's... Um, I was recently getting tattooed, and mm. um, I learned of another conspiracy theory I need to look into. Uh, but just 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 getting the tip of the conspiracy, mm. it's pretty juicy, man. It's called Agenda 2020, and it has to do with mega cities and building a railroad to link a mega railroad to link all the mega cities. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the fires in California, the proposed the 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 conspiracy theory of Agenda 2020, which came out before the fires. The fires of California are following where the proposed mega city trail, mega city railway will go through California. Mm-hmm. So from the north of California to the southern tip of California, that's where the fires are burning currently. So you, so using the logic that we have talked about, you stop and say, well, who's going to profit? Right. Well, if all the earth is scorched and nobody lives there, then a company can come in and buy up the earth and put in a mega railway system. Mm -hmm. Because then from there you go across the deserts of Arizona, Nevada, where there's nothing really there. And then Kansas, you got some farmland, but you're not really hitting, you know, right. Texas, you like, you're, you're getting rid of the population, but you have a mega city like in your Los Angeles. Yeah. And going back to Kansas for a split second, it's not like we need the corn syrup anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Corn syrup, bad. Um, 
So let's do some news real quick. On this podcast, we've um, often been called, you know, for a while we were the Butthole Podcast. Um, then we were the Bestiality Podcast. It's well, now dogs. the animals are getting their revenge. Farmer killed when his Jack Russell Terrier accidentally drove a forklift over him. Nice. The farmer's son was, <laughs> a farmer was killed when his Jack Russell Terry accidentally put a forklift into drive and crushed the man. An in-depth medical examination found the farmer's son was also working on the farm that day and saw his father crushed beneath the vehicle. He rushed to his father but found the man unresponsive. Peter Harrowing, the assistant coroner who performed the investigation into the farmer's death, explained the strange circumstances. The most likely explanation which I accept is that the dog that he had in the cab with him on that day inadvertently moved the shutter lever, causing the forward motion of the Manitou, the tractor, mm-hmm. which sadly trapped Mr. Mead against the solid gate crush, causing injuries that he did not survive. <laughs> it was over in England. In England, damn. Yeah. Let's say... You come home and one of your animals, I don't want to kill anybody in your family because it's in my family and your family and my family both listen to this podcast. So let's say, it's hard to say, say that you have a wife, but let's just say that you go home and... Your Uncle Jim gets out at the mailbox, and he has his dog in the car, and he stops short of the mailbox and gets out, and mm-hmm. the dog the dog puts the car in drive and runs your Uncle Jim over and kills him. Right. Do you put the dog down? No. <laughs> Look, there's a saying, animals are innocent. Is that a saying? <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> animals generally don't do anything out of malicious. And it's not like <laughs> Who's that, that a saying dog. I've never heard that saying before. <laughs> I like it. I want it on a shirt. <laughs> Animals are innocent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. <laughs> but, but go ahead. But yeah, no. It's not like the dog when that situation No, the dog didn't do it, it maliciously, but yeah. still like the man's dead, his son it, What has been done has been done. <laughs> you can't undo it. But do you think that the, the wife or the no. son look at that dog a little bit different? And like, you what motherfucker. Would I honestly, like, if they did, like, put it down, would I, f- my opinion of them would be, that's real stupid. Because the guy loved the dog, if that was the case. Why would you put something down that he loved if it was an accident? But, I don't know. I, did. I just can't fathom... Like, right, thinking you're getting justice by putting a dog down, but you're for an accidental death. I know, but you're you're a different case because you don't have a lot of. I'm not saying that you don't have a lot of human connection, but you don't have, you know, you don't have kids, you don't no, have no, a no. wife. No, my views on like I, I don't believe in death penalty. Penalty that's just in general. Right. I am more pro life than the people that claim pro life because most of them are actually pro birth and that's it. They don't give a right. shit what happens afterwards. Look at our education system, how fucked up that is. <laughs> or the kids needing food. But no. Again, it's an accident. That's one thing. 
Now, a business doing something to get someone killed, saying it was an accident, I'm like, no, you probably broke a regulation somewhere. <laughs> right. That you didn't want to I'm just to trying to dump. put you in that emotional response, like, yeah, I, without I, naming it, and it's a hard part, like, I don't want to, like, say it on a podcast and put it out in the world and then then it happened, but... I promise you, there's not a person that you could do that would make me change my opinion. Okay, so, the person, like, you don't, don't name names. The person you most love, mm-hmm. like, the person that, if I were to, like, if I were to get a text right now and be like, oh my god, this person just died. Right. That would break your heart into a thousand pieces. Mm-hmm. What And that person was killed by the animal that you love... The most, and if that animal died, would break your heart into a thousand. Or just your animal, like your mm-hmm. dog Daisy. Like right. Daisy just killed this person, or Boots just killed. What are the circumstances of the death? Accidental. Okay. Like it wasn't a, a it wasn't an attack. Like Daisy and Boots were in the car, and the they they put the car in drive, right. and they ran this person over. And this person is no longer alive. They are 100% dead, not coming back for all eternity. Right. Could you look at Daisy and Boots again in the same light? In the same light? No. But would I want them to be put down by any means? No. Wow, you are a a bigger person than I, sir. I'm a big fan of an old saying. (laughs) An eye for an eye makes the whole world go blind eventually. (laughs) That's huge, man. Like, that is a big... You make me want to be a better person. Uh, I don't see how. <laughs> I you you are a uh, fuck. I I I don't have the words, but you are a uh, like that's a that's a noble. You are a noble person. I don't I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna go home and I am home. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Drink yeah, me. like that's crazy. Like that's weird. Not weird, but like, I mean, right. I don't want to get too personal just because my wife told me I, I need to stop yeah, people, getting personal because of we're being hosted by a website now. So start right. talking about family stuff. And I'm like, right. but this is the podcast. If it happens, it happens. I don't, right. you know, but I mean, so fuck it. Let's get into it. Uh, Amber nearly died in childbirth, you know, and I could right. easily like for me, and I know it's different because it's a child, but I don't want to, I wouldn't like if. If if Amber died in childbirth, I wouldn't want to kill my son. Like I right. wouldn't like, but I can say like my son nearly killed my wife. Like right, he destroyed her reproductive organs so that nothing works. Right, <laughs> you know, he's a part of Agenda Twenty Twenty. <laughs> Maybe there's a monorail system that's got a that like needs a to go through there. In the back of his head somewhere, <laughs> getting <him> signals. <laughs> But, like, I can see, like, but it, it would have to change, like, but that's Keaton now, like, you, right. and I always hate that, like, people are like, oh, I, I, I love a baby, like, you don't instantly love a baby because you don't know that person. Mm-hmm. Like, there are parents out there, and it's okay, and if you go to parenting classes and stuff and read books, they'll tell you, like, it's okay that you, you... There is a possibility that you will have a child that you don't like. And it's okay because it happens. Right. Like, Adolf Hitler was somebody's baby. Mm-hmm. You know. Donald Trump was someone's baby. Donald Trump was somebody's baby. <laughs> so, 
you know, and maybe his mother loved him un uh uh maybe his mother loved him. Mm-hmm. Maybe she fucking hated him. Maybe he was like, he is a little orange prick. I hate that little fucking motherfucker. Maybe we don't know. I don't know what his I don't know what Donald's mom thought. It's interesting that because I would look at a dog like I had a dog bite my cousin. Right. I had a Rottweiler that bit my cousin's face. Um, the dog was asleep on my cousin's lap. My cousin fell asleep, and his gum fell out of his mouth and hit my dog in the eye. Mm-hmm. And my dog woke up and just rah, snapped his face. You know. Right. And for that second, like I mean, in that moment of chaos, you look at that dog and you're like you are a monster. Right. You know? Um. But I don't think the dog didn't do it maliciously. The dog was fucking terrified. And, you know, my dad made me, like, grab me. It was like, look at the fucking dog. <laughs> right. But because it, it was just like, the dog was just like, oh, I didn't do it. You know, but the dog died. But Right. My cousin didn't, thank God. So, I don't know, just weird. So, a, a, a dog uses a tractor to kill a man. All right. Right. So... It's the holiday season. A doop dee doo. That's the holiday spirit. Walmart kicks California wildfire victims out of its parking lot. Get the fuck out. Hmm. California wildlife victims who lost everything in the blaze are being forced to uproot themselves yet again as Walmart begins to dismantle the informal Wallywood. <laughs> That's what they called it. Wallywood wow. encampment that sprung up in its parking lot. Walmart employees at in the city of Chico made the rounds of the fire refugees tent city Tuesday, putting up signs to let campers know that they are no longer welcome. Hundreds of survivors pitched tents in an informal encampment next to the Walmart in the aftermath of the wildfire, waiting for news of missing relatives or the lifting of evacuation orders to allow them to return to their homes. The Walmart spokesperson Delia Garcia said the company has donated over $500,000 to relief organizations, adding that the campers were being asked to leave for their own good. That's in quotes. Yeah. Garcia pointed to the rain in the forest as a cause for increased urgency, perhaps forgetting that the Wallywood residents have just escaped most severe weather event in California history. An added wrinkle in the resettlement plans is the outbreak of the neurovirus that has infected dozens of people in the last three of the official sanctioned shelters. So there's a flu. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A bad situation made worse, and they should have seen this was going to be bad publicity to kick them fucking out. The saddest response is the federal government, because that was federal land that burned. Not yeah. California's problem. They can't afford to fix federal problems. The federal government should have stepped in. Oh, wait. California disagrees with Donald Trump. Red, Qua- Red Cross volunteered offered campers rides and gas cards as enticements to get them to official shelters, some of which are more than 30 miles from Wallywood, an impossible distance for those displaced residents without access to reliable transportation. Meanwhile, the Federal Emergency Management Agency Disaster Recovery Center is due to open a former a former Sears store on Friday, and there is no temporary housing options. And you would be helpful in this situation. What's that? 
having our military be able to get there and having the Marine Corps of in like the engineer Marine Corps set up temporary housings. Oh wait, that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> and they're at the fucking border on Thanksgiving. Why the hell did he make them do that? <laughs> So, <laughs> I know they're not in the same place, but you have you have a caravan from Guatemala and a caravan from California, like they're gonna meet, right, in an epic battle of, of homeless wills. Ooh, fight it out, fight it out, Kumite, battle to the death. Mm. I don't know about that now. You pick teams. Team one, team two. Whoever wins, you get to stay. Fight! Yes! I don't think that's going to happen. No? No. Caravan Wars. You can sell that shit online. Oh, did you hear about there's less, like, terrible tear gas? Did you hear about that quote? <laughs> no? Yeah. Someone's dumb enough to say there's a watered-down tear gas. Tear gas is tear gas. There's no... Various degrees of tear gas. That's not a thing. Our president said that. It was a degraded tear gas. Well. When they were using on women and children. Right. Yeah, I'm like, no, you're a fucking monster and you know it. So who threw the first stone? Well, Did it's... we shoot tear gas first or did they throw rocks first? Because Every... I, I've seen videos of rocks being thrown at Border Patrol people's. But here's the thing. I don't know if it got thrown first or if the stone got thrown first or if a tear gas got launched over right. first. Um, the main thing that I've heard and every single reporter that has been down there at all has said they have not seen a single armed person. Period. There's no weapons. It's women okay. and children and family members. Do they, did they have any sort of inclination for violence by every reporter who's been down there? No. There's never been a single intent of violence. Were they super agitated when they walked over 2,000 some miles in some cases? And there was a wall? No, that's not the problem. They were trying to apply for asylum. And the place that they would do it, the port of entry, had been closed. Were they pissed about that because someone tried to make them pissed off to do this? To rile up intentions? There's a good chance that that was intentional. Fair enough. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But yeah. This is... People need common sense. Like, asylum is legal. <laughs> Immigration. It's 100% legal. We can't refuse them that right. True. Uh, I don't. That's a sticky situation. So I just say let let's fight to the death. I mean, it'd be a manslaughter on one side because one does not have weapons. But you know, you know, like a genocide. Even I would say. Well, neither side have weapons because they. Mean, our military's down there. <laughs> military's the referees. No. No. Yeah. Pretty sure they're the ones that lost the tear gas. <laughs> no, no, no. We 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 st we tell them stop. We tell the caravan to stop because your opponent is coming, and we tell the caravan that you will have to fight the homeless fire people from California, and the homeless fire people caravan versus homeless fire people of California, the right for citizenship in America. 
I take the caravan that's come from Honduras. You know I why? Think because they were they had planned to leave. No. Oh. No, that's not it. It's because just in every status and well, not status necessarily, but every like documented case of this, immigrants are less likely to commit crimes than natural born citizens. Right. It's just plain and simple. So. The people that are in the country right now. So you're going to pick the caravan to lose? No. Or to win? To win. Because they're less likely to commit crimes than natural born citizens. Right. But the natural born citizens will kill a man. So they'll win the fight. But I'm just saying, like, as an example, that's who I pick based on that reasoning. Well, we've come to an impasse. (laughs) Do you hear about the New Zealand Coke blunder? No. What Coca-Cola might have thought was a harmless Kiwi greeting has turned into an embarrassing PR blunder. The beverage manufacturer has run signage around the country of New Zealand that reads, Kia Ora, mate. Kia Ora, mate. But mate is the Te Rio... Ooh. But mate is the Te Rio Mori... Mori. Mori. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More your word, yeah. Maori. Word for death. <laughs> so, they They just put, assumed they were just so, so close to Australia. To yeah. Put, oh, yeah, God. they did. So, literally what it translates to is, hello, death. <laughs> <laughs> hello, death. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Come to New Zealand. Hello, death. That's great. You would think that somebody... They would hire a natural New Zealander. And that, you want to talk about, like, racist? You want to talk about hatred? New Zealand, New Zealanders and Australians Mm -hmm. hate each other. Hate each other. Mm -hmm. That is some, you want to get in the middle of that? Mm -mm. Alright, I got two more stories. And then, did you see that... There is a large asteroid headed to Earth. I mean, that's almost always the case, but I did hear something more recently. Um, I heard about the one that left They are tracking than it came in. a trajectory of. There are 62 different. Pro, um, they're tracking trajectory of several asteroids coming to Earth over the next 100 years. There are 62 different potential impact trajectories within the next 100 years mm. that they're tracking. And the soonest one, the earliest one, is in 2023, potentially. So these guys, they, they, and this is where you need math. Mm-hmm. They look up in the stars and they calculate, we are orbiting the sun at this amount, right. this speed, this is where we are, this is where it is. And they do fucking angles right. and calculate where it is. There's Ball a lot. of rotation and yes. all that. Yes, yes. So in 2023, there is a 700 foot across is currently hurling through space at 3,844 miles per hour. The asteroid is called 2018 LF-16. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's twice the size of the Statue of Liberty. Right. Sounds like the thing that happened with uh, Russia. It probably won't hit Earth. 
It has a 99.9999967% chance of a miss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's probably going to miss. Right. But it is going to be close. But it would fuck us up. Like, would for real. would not destroy the planet by any means, but... No, but it would, it would fuck everything up. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't destroy the planet, but it would change the rotation of the planet. It would change... Mm. It would change the weather patterns. Because that, that... I will give you, it might influence the weather, but change the rotation, no. Um, I, like I said, I'm pretty sure the, the one that happened in Russia was bigger than that. The, uh... That blast that big crater that you recently found right. with all the trees dead. The, uh... The... That earthquake in Japan that happened, that was an eight... It moved the island of Japan like three degrees. Speaking of earthquakes, did you hear what happened? What was it Albuquerque? Oh, it was Alaska. In, uh, yes. Alaska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Point uh, seven. Yeah. That is a gnarly thing. And I but it would, the max is eight, right? Yeah. I think the max is a 10. A 10 is a oh, catastrophe. Yeah, like a, a 10 is the, the ground is ripping open in why is Pacific a, Rim why style. Why is Alaska having earthquakes? My question. It's on the fault line, bro. Is it? Yeah. Mm. But yeah, if that... and and But then it also depends on where it hits. Like if it does impact a fault line, then you're talking about like volcanic eruptions. Mm-hmm. Like, an impact like that just doesn't hit the surface and everything. Like, you don't hit, just have a big boom. I mean, if it hits an ocean, tidal waves. Yeah, tsunami, tidal wave. Like, you would lose states. Like, it could, it could literally knock California off the, off the United States. Uh, Probably wake up a sleeping giant known as Yellowstone. (laughs) Yeah, there, I mean, there's, there's a thousand and one things. Like, there's a lot that could happen. And probably will happen, you know. Alright, last story and then we'll get into the main squeeze. Are you ready for this? Go for it. Foreskin facial. No, thank you. Does the foreskin facial mark the end of the world? Yes. (laughs) Kate Beckinsale, the actress, had it done. The epidermal growth factor, EGF serum, is derived from the prognogenitor cells of the human fibroblast taken from the foreskin of newborn babies. Fucking gross. So, they take the foreskin of the babies, they whip up a serum, and put it on your face. Little, uh... Little uh, baby foreskin on your face. Just rub it like a little towelette. No. Anti-aging has never been so easy. I hope that you added that. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Okay. (laughs) So you're not down? No. Not even slightly. Things that actually serve a medical purpose? Sure. That... In my definition, but does not fit that. That's vanity at its just the most insane. Mm-hmm. Like we, I was at work. She'd be better off investing in cybernetics. Yeah, I was at work, and my boss was like, "Hey, this lady's looking for a wrinkle cream, 
And she said it, and I was like, we don't have it. And she turns around and walks away, and I look at him, and I was just like, it's too late. <laughs> I mean, she already had wrinkles. Like, the vanity, like, you're going to get wrinkles. You're going to get old. Right. You either have to start when you're young. Like, you, if you want to look like you age well, you need to start now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm approaching the age... Like, I'm starting to get a little bit deeper vein, a little bit deeper creases in the forehead, crow's feet. Like, I need to start now taking care of myself, moisturizers. If you wake up and you look like a scrotum face, it is too late. You can't combat that. You have to start when you are young. Girls, you got to start taking care of it now. got to start taking care of it now. There are guys... I tried to send this. I couldn't get the article sent. There are guys, they're um, injecting silicone into their testicles to make them smooth. Yeah. What the fuck are they doing that for? Not silicone. Botox. Why? A form of Botox to smooth out the testicle. Why? I don't know. Oh. I can't understand the purpose of that. I mean, if you were... If the only way... If you wanted a girl, if the only way you could ejaculate was a girl sucks on your balls, and the only way a girl would suck on your balls is if it, if if they were smooth, would you? No. <laughs> Just no. You would forego the ejac. I wouldn't forego sex if that was my situation. <laughs> ah, you are a true diamond in the rough, man. Like, I know people who have, just to have sex, have knowingly gotten an STD. Yeah, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Because they were so desperate to get that nut. You are an amazing person. I hope this podcast takes off so you can be discovered. Like, scientists and psychologists need to study you. Uh, no. I'm because, not notable. No, come on. <laughs> you don't, you, you are not a carnal person. You don't. Like, you are, and I'm not, this is going to, I'm not trying to come across as a dick, but you're not a threatening person. Like, I don't think you're going to cut me. You know, you are not a threatening person. You are the meek that will inherit the earth. Like, you are the man that Jesus spoke of, sir. You are him. Uh, If only I believed in that crap. I know. (laughs) I've seen your wife. No, no. I've seen your, I've seen your sister's DNA. Oh. You've got it over there, so you could be, you could be the blood of of Christ, sir. Not sure how to take that one. I've seen the DNA. DNA doesn't lie. That's science. I can show you. I'll show you when we hang up here. Hang oh. up. <laughs> well, this got weird. Tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so last week we deep dove into John McCain, the man, the myth, the legend, the maverick. The man who cost this country billions of dollars in space in in aircraft. The man who who caused blackouts in not one but two cities. Well, his boss caused one. Yeah, I still give him credit for that one. Um the man who laid the groundwork for our current president. 
and the man who has raised more money than anyone to be elected into Senate, John McCain. So now we are going to focus this week's Generation Oblivious focal point. Marsha Blackburn, senator from Tennessee. So there's a hundred senators. A hundred. Two from every state. Right. So Marsha missed more votes than 97% of her constituents. That's more than Ted Cruz, isn't it? Yes. So that means three. That's a hundred. This is math. Mm-hmm. So at 97%, that's 97 people. 97 people did more than her. Right. There are two people that did less than her. Right. And somebody was elected, and that person is dead. Right. So, Julius Caesar put put his horse in Senate, and we have Marsha Blackburn. Mm-hmm. Marsha, her maiden name is Wedgworth. Didn't see that one. You didn't see that one? No. Marsha Wedgworth was born in Laurel, Mississippi to Mary Jo Morgan and Hillman Wedgworth. That is a, that is a mouthful of name. It is. I've seen that one. Hillman Wedgworth. Who worked in sales and management. She didn't have, like, it wasn't a, it wasn't, it wasn't an exemplary life. It wasn't a horrible life. She just, she lived her life. She went to Mississippi State University and got her bachelor, her bachelor of science in home economics. Yep. And for those of you playing the home game, did you have home ec class in high school? No. I had home ec class in 8th grade. Have you ever had a home ec class? No. Do you know what home economics is? I mean, I had economics, but not home economics, so I can only... You're going to shit your pants. Okay. Home ec. Home economics. Uh Uh-huh. Is homemaking. Sewing. Cooking. Baking. She has a college degree in making bread. Wow. That sounds... In my home ec class in 8th grade, I made an apron at a sewing machine. And then we made bread. That was 6 months of my year mm-hmm. in 8th grade. At home ec class. That's so dumb. Yeah. She's a senator. She got elected over a man who went to Harvard. Is it a Democrat? He was a Democrat. Yes, That's she's fine. a Republican. I That's know. the important part there. In college, <laughs> she joined the Chi Omega and what and worked as a student manager for Southwestern Advantage, selling educational products door to door. And she is a former beauty pageant winner. I seen Chi Omega. That just sounds racist to me, though. Chi Omega sounds like a tea. Sounds like a nice coffee. Sounds like a coffee that you drink and you expect to get diarrhea. Nice. I really need to to 
get a good colon blow. Give me that Chai Omega. Uh, Black uh, Marsha's professional career began in 1973 when she was hired as a sales manager for the Times Mirror Company. In 1975, was named director of retail fashion and special events of the Kastner Knot Division of Mercantile Stores, Incorporated. Hmm, fancy. She held this position until 1978 when she became the owner of Marketing Strategies, a promotion, event management, and imaging consulting consulting firm. She continues to run this business. Does not surprise me. So she is an image consultant mm-hmm. and a senator. And she's a crazy person. So she got her four-year degree in... Home economics. Mm-hmm. And she is an image consultant. So she can tell you... She needs to be a professional... Like, you need to go to wife school. This bitch needs to be the dean of wife school. Mm-hmm. Do you know what party she's affiliated with? The tea party? Yes. Boom! Suck on that, nerds. <laughs> Black or Marsha, I keep Marsha Blackburn is her name. She marries a guy named Blackburn. Right. Do you look into her husband? No. I learned one thing, and I it was a mic drop. Mm-hmm. Like all I need to know about her husband, mm-hmm. I learned in one sentence. Okay. And I don't need to know anymore. Okay. And I'm gonna close the show with this. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Marsha was a founding member of the Williams County Young Republicans. She became chair of Williams County Republican Party in 1989. I was six. It's like two or three years later. She's no longer in that position. And she served for two years. Mm-hmm. In 1992, she was a candidate for Congress. How? Because she was the chairperson of that committee. That's the only reason and qualified she was there. So it's it's literally like how I stumbled into a management position at Walmart. People stumble into Congress. Yeah. Fuck me. Club privileges. You get fancy titles, you get positions eventually. She was a candidate for Congress and a delegate for the 1992 Republican National Convention. She lost the congressional race but remained active in social and political venues. Pretty sure that's her only race that she lost against. In 1995, Marsha was appointed executive director of the Tennessee Film, Entertainment, and Music Commission by Governor Don Sundquist Mm -hmm. and held that post through 1997. I want that post. I guarantee you I've seen more movies than Marsha Blackburn. I don't think that's what that post does. What does that post do? I assume they regulate and tell people they have the right to film in certain areas and all that shit. You know, that's... It is cheaper. You know why they don't make movies in certain... Like, it's cheaper to make a movie in Canada than it is to make a movie in... Like, it's it's cheaper to go to Canada mm-hmm. and make a make Canada look like Los Angeles than it is to film in Los Angeles. Right. That is stupid. Did you know that certain movies that are famous recorded in Las Vegas without having a license? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. 
Terminator. Nice. I'm pretty sure it's one of those. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um, in 1998, she was elected to the Tennessee Senate, where she served until 2003 and rose to be the minority whip. Do you know what the whip is? No. They whip up votes. Mm. The only reason I know that is because of House of Cards on Netflix. Okay. You send the whip out, and the whip, you they go out and talk to people, and they're like, hey, this bill's coming. We want you to vote yes. What do you want? Mm-hmm. And then you, you right. run back and forth. So, errand girl. Or prostitute. <laughs> she may have sucked a lot of dicks. That's all I'm saying. All right. Because that's what I would have... You want me to pass a bill? Let me get my nut. Mm. You might be in, like, forced to resign for sexual harassment there. <laughs> but this is this is 1998, though. You know, we're, we're still... Right. We're living... This is just after Bill Clinton and right. his naughtiness. So, we're not at the Me Too movement yet. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Fuck. I regret that already. You can edit that out. (laughs) In 2000, she took part in the effort to prevent the passage of the state income tax bill. I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. Probably wasn't. She rejects the theory of evolution. Yes, she does. Because she's an idiot. 100%. This is how God made us, and we've never changed. She's an idiot. She also doesn't think climate change is real. Yeah. And Jesus was white. I hate to tell her. 13 organizations appointed by Donald Trump and 300 scientists came to the conclusion that they're going to cost us hundreds of billions of dollars to the economy if we don't take action. Yeah. Fun fact. That's that's Republican officials in those positions. And they don't that. believe them. Yep. Like, I saw a clip and it was like, Donald... It, it said, Donald, he, have you changed your mind on the climate? And he goes, we have the best climate that was his response. Yeah, he's a buffoon, and it's and she is too. She wrapped herself in the blanket of President Trump to win her her seat back this year. Uh, according to the New York Times, Blackburn's most notable legislative achievement was co-sponsoring a legislation that revised the legal standard drug enforcement agency to establish a significant and present risk of death or serious bodily harm that is more likely not to occur rather than the previous standard of imminent danger before suspending opioid drug shipments. Mm Mm-hmm. She made it easier for people to die of opioids. Yeah. The legislation passed the House and Senate unanimously, but was criticized in internal agency documents, Justice Department documents, by the DEA's chief administrative law as hampering DEA enforcement actions against drugs and engaging in black market sales. Black market reject... Black market... Shit. Marsha Blackburn rejects mm-hmm. the scientific consensus on climate change, saying that in 2015, the jury is still out, saying man is the cause of global warming after the start, after the Earth started to cool 13 years ago. Update. That's a bloody line. She knows it. <laughs> Blackburn asserted that there is no consensus in the scientific community on climate change and that climate change remains unproven. That's a lie. <laughs> 90, was it 98.3 was the last I checked? Say it is. Yeah. 
In April of 2009, an exchange between Blackburn and former Vice President Al Gore received significant publicity. During a congressional hearing on energy policy, Blackburn asked Gore, The legislation that we are discussing here today, is that something that you are going to personally benefit from? Mm -hmm. Gore indicated in, in response that all income he earned from renewable technology investments went to nonprofits. So, do you see what she did there? Yeah. Like she was trying she to mit- frame it that he was doing it for specific reasons. That he was going to get rich off of mm-hmm. going renewable energy. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of her donors that, you know, pay her to be there and vote for certain ways. Right. So she framed it that Gore was going to get rich yeah. if we voted this through. Yeah. In 2009, Blackburn sponsored the legislation requiring presidential candidates to show their birth certificates. Oh! The conspiracy theory about Obama. She was the birther conspiracy theory. That we know thanks to our last topic of discussion. That all came to light and was a lie. Good old John McCain bringing that to the rumor mill. Uh, Blackburn opposes net neutrality. Which was a lie in itself. It just gave the businesses more power. Yep. It was a fake ass Referring bill. to it as socialistic, Blackburn opposes municipal broadband initiatives that aim to compete with internet service providers. AK, they're, you know, donors. I'm sorry. I'm, let me say it again. The donor class. She supports bills that restrict municipalities from creating their own broadband networks and wrote a bill to prevent the Federal Communication Commission. Yep. From preempting state laws that block municipal broadband. Yep, like Chattanooga had their own internet and was going to expand it, and they stopped that shit real fast. In 2017, Blackburn introduced the House a measure to dismantle Obama administration online privacy rule that had been adopted by the FCC. Blackburn measures, which was supported by broadband providers, but criticized by privacy advocates, repealed the rule, which required broadband providers to obtain consumers' permission before sharing their online data, including browser history. Because why wouldn't those people want to sell their browser history? Oh, yeah, Yeah. they do. The measure passed in the party line vote in March, proposed legislation which expanded requirements to include internet companies as well as broadband providers. As of 2017, Blackburn has accepted at least 6900 and. $693,000 in campaign contributions from telecom companies over her career in Congress. A.K.A. Internet providers. Yep. In 2010, Blackburn voted against repealing the military don't ask, don't tell policy. That's the only thing that could be possibly perceived as a good thing. Right. In 2013, Blackburn voted in favor to reauthorize the Violence Against Women Act in the House, but voted against the Senate's version of the act. Which means it wasn't going to go anywhere anyways. Yep. So she's... Blackburn argued that the increasing number of targets for the um, Violence Against Women Act would dilute the money that needs to go to a sexual assault center, domestic violence... Ought to be remain focused on supporting women's shelters rather than addressing other groups on this issue. 
And let's not forget the piece of the resistance. She was one of the head, like, people in charge of the committee that was investigating Planned Parenthood for that fake video showing them that they were selling body parts right. of aborted fetuses. Turns out that that council, and her included, found zero evidence of that to be true. And then she went on to her next election to campaign saying they fought Planned Parenthood and stopped the cell body parts. Even though they found that was a false. Yep. She's a great liar. Um, Blackburn voted against... Oh, Blackburn opposes same-sex marriages. Blackburn said that the Supreme Court's decision in... Obergefell versus Hodges was a disappointment. I have always supported traditional marriage. Despite the discussion, no one can overrule the truth that what marriage actually is a sacred institution between a man and a woman. Has she even read the Constitution about keeping church and state separate? Nope. Apparently not. Doesn't matter what your Bible says when the Constitution says we will not establish a religion. That means anyone can get married, you know, because the government hands out marriage licenses. So they Blackburn voted against the Employment Non-Discrimination Act to ban discrimination against LGBT employees, has a 0% rating from the Human Rights Campaign, a pact which supports gay rights and same-sex marriages, and voted for a proposed constitutional amendment to ban same-sex marriage. Blackburn is a staunch supporter of Donald Trump and has backed... Most of the policies and proposals. She nominated Trump for a Nobel Peace Prize for his <laughs> negotiations with North Korea. Uh, that's funny. In 2016, Blackburn joined Donald Trump's presidential team as vice chair. You're doing. You're doing. Well, I'm supposed to ask how much longer you guys are going to be. No, no. We changed. Oh, mom wants to know because we changed brains. Yeah. Okay. Say it to dad. Say it to dad. Am I supposed to say? We changed brains. We changed brains. No, I'm your son. My wife and son have changed brains. Yes. Yeah. And they want to know how much longer we're going to be down here? Yes. Yeah. Um. 10, 15 minutes? I've been invited to go help decorate the, the Falsh Palm, so I didn't know if I should go the or not. Palm, da, da. And take him. Take him. Does it want to go? Do you want to go with me to help Mama? For what? Remember when we went and decorated the church? Remember when we put up all the fall stuff? It's time to put Christmas stuff. Do you want to go? Or do you want to stay here? Uh... You want to stay here? Are you supposed to stay here? I'm probably going to go help Mama. Okay. Do you want to go help Mama? No. No? Okay. You can stay here. That's fine. We're almost done. Well, do you want me to leave him down here? No, uh, take him upstairs. Watch some TV. I'll be upstairs in a minute. And then we can come back down. Okay? I mean, you can't run it on. Okay? Okay. You promise you won't forget and keep talking for an hour? <laughs> I make no such promise. Timer. Set a timer. Alright. I'm gonna go check on the dogs anyways here. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Keaton, go upstairs. 
Let's go. go turn on your animal mechanicals and then dad will go, go upstairs, okay? When him and Uncle Cameron are done. But I'm going to go. Now, you can come with me if you want. All right. We are almost done. Okay. So, ch -ch -ch. Um, she supports... She supported President Donald Trump's 2017 executive order imposing a temporary travel and immigration ban barring the nationals of seven Muslim-majority countries from entering the United States. Except for the one that, you know, funded the, you know, 9-11. Right. Well, that was just, that was a ban from... I mean, it was... It was a business. Yeah, because he has businesses there. <clears throat> Following the 2018 Thousand Oaks shooting on... The evening of November 7, 2018, which resulted in 12 deaths, Blackburn responded to a question of the shooting in Fox News interview with Sanders Smith and emphasized the importance of protecting the Second Amendment rights. Not people's lives. And also, she doesn't, again, know how to read the There's, Constitution. When, when people say gun control, and this is how the Republicans spin it, when they say gun control, it's not taking guns away it's making it and it's not making it harder to get them it's having a better process of which you get a gun and i would also like to refer to the second amendment and how it's actually read we have the right as citizens to bear arms as well regulated militia right aka gun clubs regulated gun clubs because what that could be in new terms and Not just yes, everyone. If if we wanted to take up arms against the government, we could, but they have nuclear missiles and they would fuck us in the ass. Um in two thousand nine, Blackburn voted against the Lilly Ledbetter Fair Pay Act and the Paycheck Fairness Act. <laughs> Cause again, her donors don't want to pay people. Right. That was a, it was, yeah. I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like. Sounds like. She voted against better pay for women. Mm -hmm. All right. Her top contributors. This is from Wikipedia. Club for Growth has donated $118,000 $118,555. Senate Conservative Fund has donated $104,948. FedEx has donated $40,418. AT&T has donated $35,200. Comcast, $34,450. HCA has donated $32,550. Fitzgerald Glider Kits. The fuck is that? <laughs> Don't know. Has donated $29,700. 21st Century Fox has donated $28,000. She is pro-life. Pro-birth. Let's revitalize that. <laughs> as we were talking about earlier. Um, she voted no on a balanced budget. Because, you know, why shouldn't they hold a Republican to the same standards they hold a Democrat mm -hmm. with balanced budgets, you know? Um, her position is not known in campaign finance. 
She doesn't want it because she gets donations. That's that's easy. She does not support federal spending as a means for promoting economic growth. Aka, she wants tax cuts. Right. Again, help her um, donors. Do you support lowering corporate taxes as a means of promoting economic growth? Yes. That's exactly. Do you support requiring states to adopt a federal education standard? No. Of course not, because that means. Do you support government (laughs) funding for development of renewable energy? Yes. That was kind of shocking. What was the last one again? Do you support government funding for development of renewable energy, e.g., solar, winds, and thermal? Yes. Some of our donors might be renewable. Energy and environment, do you support federal regulation of greenhouse gas emissions? No. No. Because they're donors. Do you generally support gun control legislation? No. No. Do you support repealing the 2010 Affordable Health Care Act? Yes. Of course she would. Do you support construction of a wall along the Mexican border? Yes. Of course she does. Do you support requiring immigrants who are unlawfully represented to return to their country of origin before they are eligible for citizenship? Yes. Do you support the legalization of marijuana for recreational purposes? Unknown. Should the United States use military force in order to prevent government hostile to the U.S. from possessing nuclear weapons? Yes. And do you support increased American intervention in the Middle East conflict beyond air support? Yes. Of course it does. So this is our Senator, Marsha Blackburn. And Marsha Blackburn, I'm going to send this off, is married to Chuck Blackburn. They live in Brentwood a suburb of Nashville in Williamson County, they have two children. Her husband is the founder of the International Bowtie Society. Nice. Boom, motherfucker. Yeah.